welcome, my friends, and welcome to another exciting episode of Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations where we help people explode into their lives through full impact mindfulness. And as most every podcast, news story, conversation is concerning about the pandemic that is occurring across the world at this particular moment in time. However, what I wanted to do is redirect our conversation to our friends in recovery tonight. And keep in mind that everyone is in recovery from something. Everyone is recovering from something. So the idea is that I've been seeing a lot of stories about, gee, I'm concerned about my recovery. I'm afraid that I only have one more left. I'm concerned. I'm afraid. I'm frightened. But the first thing I want everyone out there to understand that I consider everyone in recovery or everyone who is considering getting into recovery as my hero. Those are people that I look up to. So, Mike, when you consider the uh, connotation of a hero, what comes to your mind? Uh, Somebody selfless that helps others. Yes. Somebody that selfless helps others and overcomes some type of an obstacle or odd to achieve a goal. Okay. So in this particular case, it is it is whatever the recovery is from, whether it's drugs or alcohol, or whether it's gambling, whether it's relationship issues, whether it's anxiety or depression, or biting your fingernails, uh, overeating, these type of things. And in particular today, we're hearing a lot of people getting what would be quote, cabin fever, uh, being uh, cooped up with uh, even a significant other, some person that you love. So tell me how that's working out with you, Mike. I know that you've been really following good orderly direction. Oh, doing what I can. Of course, uh, I, I think I'm lucky that I'm usually working all day long, almost every day with my wife anyways. So it's just kind of more than the same. I just don't have anywhere to go on the weekends and, uh, and we right. just spend even more time together. <laughs> Okay, so you and your wife spend time together, and you spend time with her because she's... Important. Important, that's correct. And, Mike, do you consider yourself... Important? Yes. Oh, sometimes I have trouble doing that, but yeah, I try to consider myself important enough to, to do what's right for me. All of my friends out there in recovery or considering recovery, I want you to understand that you're important and you do not have to explain your reasons for anything. Uh, Let's say when someone would come up to me and I've been clean and sober since before yesterday, I'm out somewhere, whatever, no, the person doesn't know me. And they say, hey, would you like to have a drink? Uh, Rather than me go into some long explanation of the reason that I'm not having a drink, all I'd have to do is say, not today. Not today. Or if someone says to me, Jim, why did you get that tattoo? And I'd say, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, we'd have to, we wouldn't answer them directly. We don't have to explain our lives, Mike. And in this particular situation, people who are concerned about their recovery, they don't really have to, well, why are you upset? Just don't do it. Uh, I'd like them to connect with like-minded people because everyone out there is important. That's correct. I people that tell me, 
gee, I'm not important. I'm not important. Well, does anyone in your life consider you important? Does anyone in your life consider you important, Mike? Oh, my wife does. My mom, who keeps calling me to make sure I'm okay. Yes. So who are you? Who are you or anyone to deny another person their thoughts and feelings? If they consider you important and tell you so, who are you to turn that down? So many people deflect those type of compliments. Did you ever deflect compliments in your life, Mike? Oh, I'm really bad about that, actually. I, 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 can't, I can't take a compliment very well. Uh, even even just, just accepting happy birthdays are a problem sometimes. Ah, okay. Many people deflect those and they get maybe get embarrassed or awkward. However, what on previous podcasts we've asked people to say, just simply say thank you. So let me give you an example of that. If someone gives you a birthday gift and you don't say thank you, you just look at it and say, oh, gee, I've already got one of these, and you throw it on the floor. That's the same thing as you deflecting a compliment. You're disrespecting that other person. You're not a, you're not allowing them the opportunity to be helpful. Not allowing them. So my suggestion is for everyone out there to allow people, when they tell you you're important, to accept it and say thank you. So, and we deal with a lot of people, Mike, who are more concerned with what they can't do and rather not focus on what they can. Tell me about your interactions with some people on that, Mike. Some of my friends are really focused on what they can't do, what they, they can't go out and uh, be a part of, you know, what they love, whether that be uh, uh, performing or, or just going out and, and, and hanging out. And they're not looking at uh, what they could do for themselves in this, in, with these rules, if you will. I, I recently had a conversation with somebody who's one of the frontline people at a grocery store and they're really unhappy with how they were being treated and saying uh, how they were going to, as soon as this is over, they're going to quit. And I was like, well, mm -hmm. why don't you leave now and find another job? There's plenty hiring, <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, and, and, you know, plenty hiring that are also frontline jobs like this that you could move to that don't treat their employees in such a way. Like, why do you have to wait to do something for yourself? Why can't you do that right now? Well, Mike, no one is a tree. They they can move. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. No one is a tree. They can move. So, again, you know, we talk about this uh, concept a lot. There are two ends to the horse. Okay. And let's consider this particular issue that's right now as the, as the horse. We can't control this particular instance right now that are causing people to be quarantined. Okay, at least we could be. And understanding that it's not, it's the situation that we're upset with. Not people, not the government. It's the situation that we're up with. And sometimes our anger is misdirected. So we also want to ask ourselves, and you and I play this game quite often, what do you know for sure? <laughs> what do you know for sure, Mike? Absolutely. I definitely play this game a lot. When people are saying how 
we're in this position because of X, Y, and Z. And it's like, well, why are we talking about that? Why don't we talk about the position you're in and what we're going to do about it? Yes. What do you know for sure? Let's check the facts. Uh, we don't want to play, can you top this? Or who's in the most misery? So remember, the horse a situation has two ends. It doesn't move. You have a choice, those powerful words. I choose which end of the horse, which end of this situation to look at. So, uh, and again, I keep going back to these 12-step terms. God doesn't close one door without opening in another. And however, in the 12-step world, we say, yes, that's true. However, it can be hell in the hallway. So I suggest to people, well, welcome to the hallway. Life is about navigating the hallway, Mike. So tell me how you're navigating the hallway. For us, we're just trying to find opportunities in this. We're we're shifting focus from the things we can't do on the business and personal side and, and really trying to focus on, okay, what can we do with the tools in front of us? What we can, can we do with the abilities in front of us to move forward and help others move forward? That's correct. What can I do? What can I contribute? What can I be a part of? When we're in the hallway, the hallway is going to be there. And we've discussed this also. We're people who expect not to experience any discomfort at all. And how can we shift our mind? How can we shift our mind? So I don't teach thought blocking. I do not teach thought suppression in my practice because what we resist persists. So if you're focusing on a problem, that problem can only get bigger. However, if you don't try to block it out and you merely shift your mind or shift your attention to something else, that problem is still in the room. It is still in your mind. You're not trying to block it out. However, you're refocusing, paying attention on purpose. What an excellent opportunity to get a chance to really get acquainted with yourself. People are spending a lot of time with themselves these days, Mike. Oh, absolutely. Just themselves and their thoughts and hopefully a furry friend. Yes, a furry friend is always great to have. And people, I'm hoping, begin to inventory their gifts, talents, and abilities because everyone is important. That's correct. If there's a word for the day, it's important. I would love to have people say that to themselves, to get up in the mirror and look and say, I'm important. However, also add the reasons for that. I'd love for people to stop and say to another, a significant other, you're important because. And name those attributes that that person has that makes them important. And merely because we're drawing breath makes us important. We're all part of, all part of. And sometimes we feel so alone and not part of. So tell me about a time that you, in your life, that you felt not part of, Mike. Well, isn't that a lot of high school for a lot of us? Indeed. Indeed. So say more about that. Oh, definitely for a long time, uh, in school and other situations, there's just uh, this, this this feeling of lack of belonging to the groups around you. Uh, you, you feel like the outcast. 
And then even in retrospect, looking back on the high school and everything, that wasn't the case. It's just that feeling that you told yourself for whatever reason. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So when we're not feeling part of, we try to get into situations or insinuate ourselves into situations merely because we see others in that group and we wouldn't feel comfortable being in that group, but we long for that rather than finding our own like-minded people. So during this particular time, I often encourage people to celebrate their uniqueness. What's unique about me? Because your uniqueness, Mike's, makes you important. That's right. So one of our, the newest tattoo that uh, I received at Fishing Without Bait is the phrase, do no harm. And I often say to people, okay, let's, ex- let's make your choice based on this. Will this be doing any intentional harm to anyone or anything. And if the answer is no, then please go ahead and do it. Your choices make you important. Important. That's right. Important. Every one of your actions is important. Everything that you do is important. If people want to go back, they can go back to uh, where we talked about the chaos effect, the butterfly effect, and how everyone's actions interact with other people's actions also. Everyone everyone out there is important. I, I, I have a feeling that Fred Rogers would agree with that. <laughs> I have a feeling. So when things are going bad and things are going tough and you feel like there's no one there and the only thing that's on the news is people behaving really poorly, Mr. Rogers always used to suggest look for the helpers. There's always helpers. So I know that sometimes these words may seem like they're coming out of the sky and they're just platitudes. However, what we want to do and we could do is place action and effort behind that. The action and effort behind that. Do you recall when we did an episode on placing immediacy on how we think and feel, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I think I do. Okay. So what I do is I try to help people understand that feelings are like puffs of smoke. They'll blow away in the wind unless we attach our thoughts to them. And they will stretch out into this rope that stretches us out almost into infinity. This is one of the one of the reasons, not the sole one, why people remain in depression and anxiety and also and also poor relationships or jobs that they don't like or in a home or a situation that they don't like. We attach our thoughts to them. And for my friends out in recovery, when I used to sit on the couch and every day I would make a firm resolve, Mike, that I wasn't going to use today. I'd make that firm resolve. But then this little persecutor, this little thing in my mind would say, forever? Do you mean that you're not going to have fun or do this forever? Mike, our minds can't comprehend forever. So what I'm asking people to do is label and identify how they feel. So when people have urges or they have cravings, 
we we say to them, okay, you can you're allowed to. However, add to that, I feel like using at the moment or at present or right now, and that feeling will pass. We've talked about that five minute rule, Mike, where we say, okay. I'll wait five minutes before I buy this. I'll wait five minutes before I do this. The urge is never and strong. However, we want to incorporate that in people's lives. So I'm sure that you run into some people that uh, are complainers. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh huh. So when someone tells you that they're so angry or they're so upset, do you ever add, yes, you are right now? Or at this time, yes, you are. Or in this moment, yes, you are. No, but it's a really good way to look at it. Yes, in this moment you are. You're validating them and helping them understand that, yes, they're upset or, yes, they're angry in this moment. So one of the things that people do is they say, why are you so upset? Why are you angry? What's wrong for people in recovery? Why do you use? Why did you drink again? All those particular things. And the usually the correct answer, Mike, is I don't know. I don't know. However, everyone deserves recovery. Everyone deserves every good thing in this world because you're important. That's correct. If there's anything in this podcast that I'd like to have people resonate and echoing through the inside of their head is that they're important. So one of the things, rather than ask people why or say, oh, no, you're not, and try to convince them that they are, I would say, okay, convince me you're not. If someone comes to me and says, I know that therapy won't help me, I'd say, okay, convince me. Convince me it won't help you. And if you can convince me, then our time together is over. And Mike, I haven't had anybody convince me yet. You got a perfect track record. <laughs> so I just don't buy into a defeatist attitude. I don't I don't buy into that. So and again we talk about shifting the mind, which end of the horse are you looking at? Uh tell me about have you talked to any friends that are really uh, down in the dumps, they're upset, they're depressed about this particular situation. Oh, absolutely. And it's the, the biggest thing that, that kind of gets them is the, the fear of the unknown. Mm. There's our old friend fear again. Okay. So once again, and we'll kind of end the podcast with this today, Mike, which is a mind of uncertainty and a mind of of worry leads to anxiety, worry, and fear, a mind of uncertainty. So I'm suggesting to everyone out there that they check the facts, what do they know for sure, and go to trusted sources, not Dr. Google or Aunt Mary's cousin Joe that heard a, overheard at the local body shop something. So verify it and check the facts. I want everybody out there to know that you're important. Everybody out there in recovery, I consider a hero because when you're involved in some type of addictive behavior, it's the hardest full-time job 
you'll ever have in your life. So I consider that people are in recovery actually on vacation because they've been laid off, they've been fired from the hardest full-time job they'll ever have. I'm urging everyone out there, Mike, to celebrate their uniqueness because everyone out there is important. That's correct. So let's give our free prescription, fruits, nuts, and vegetables, unplug your television, and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself. Do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive another. Till all are free, none are free. You're all important. Take care, my friends. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.